Hello, figure fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook, former MEWF heavyweight champion, where I look to get back the number one contendership at Pretty Dang Cool Man coming up soon. Uh, look for probably a MEWF uh, little, you know, preview podcast coming up here at some point. So, joining me as always, my co-host, the award-winning Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylan Gilbert. Dylan, how are you, sir? Doing good, man. Doing good. I have, I've I've achieved a uh, I've achieved a, a goal of getting on a payroll where where the word brewer is part of my title. So, uh, I I think suffice it to say, I am now. Well, on my way to being the most professional professional brewer, which is pretty dang cool, man. If I do it's say so myself. Pretty, pretty dang cool, man. Going to the pay window every time, every week. That's uh, pretty good. Gotta gotta hit the pay window, big dog. Hit the pay window. Brewing them lap beers and throwing them lariats, big dog. Hmm. <laughs> been a uh, been a week, man. <clears throat> it has. Ringside it has got me week. for another damn sale. Uh okay, so. I did Black Friday, two orders. Cyber Monday, two orders. I have not done another one yet, um, but I am looking. I have some stuff up here. Let me see. You you did make another order this weekend, didn't you? I did. I did. They got so what me. What did us. you? What's on your Black Friday 2.0 or just Cyber you, Monday 2.0? Your 2.0. Uh, my my you get purchase 2.0. Uh, I picked purchase up 2.0. That's good the the second. Uh, hangman figure I needed to do my Mance Warner custom. Now I'm just looking for the right head. Um, and then I picked up that, uh, shoot, the Blue Gear Bailey because I just love this incarnation of Bailey. Mm-hmm. Ilya Druganoff, which I'm so glad I didn't pull the trigger when it first came up because I almost spent $29 on it. And I was just like, nah, I have a feeling if I wait, I'll get a deal. And I did. Uh, then I got, you know, the top picks, Seth Rollins, because I got to have Rollins for my just ridiculous Rollins shelf I've got over here. And then uh, some more hardcore accessories and a stretcher, because what is a good deathmatch fed without a stretcher? Exactly. exactly. So, you know, got to have more barbed wire, got to have more, more, you know, spike bats and flaming boards and all the fun stuff. All the fun plunder. Yeah. All that plunder and everything, yeah, it's pretty good. I got, uh, I did get that as well. I got um, a bunch of new hardcore stuff. I got one order was the New Day, Kevin Owens, and Candice LeRae. Um, and then my Cyber Monday was just a bunch of like really cheap figs. Like I got a second Candice LeRae because I forgot that order the first time. <laughs> so when That's my, so my daughter. Well, so my Walmart still have Oscar and Candice LeRae elites from last year, and you know we'll look through this, you know, figure out and stuff like that. And my daughter will see her and be like, "I want that one, Dad. That looks pretty. You know, she's so pretty." And uh, I've kind of held off until now, and you know, uh, but you know, I forgot that I <laughs> I got it twice. So there is one here. The accountant in you is just like not yet. The price will drop. Well, no, it's not. If there's something, you know, my theory is always, 
if it's something I look and I'm like, dude, I really want that, you know, pay the extra price and just go ahead and get it. Cause I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. And then I save time and effort later on because I don't have to find it out in the wild. You know, there's, there's quite money. a few, uh, time is money, baby. Time is money. There's quite a few figures that I'm looking at in the sales that I definitely pulled the trigger on early. And now granted some of them, I, I wasn't going to wait on, but you know, some of them I was more than I was willing to wait. Like I, you know, I got that Wardlow in the white gear. I knew that they were still going to be around, you know, if I waited a month or two instead of pulling the trigger immediately, uh, mm-hmm. Sean Spears being another one, like as I, I absolutely perfect as i think that figure is i knew that that wasn't going to be one of those ones that's going to go screaming off the shelves so you know sometimes like sometimes i waited out and sometimes sometimes you pull the trigger i mean shit i i pre-ordered corazon de leon and and you're looking at the price on cyber monday and black friday i could have bought three you know uh but but hey, I don't regret it. It's been sitting on my Jericho shelf, and every time I look at it as I'm walking by that shelf, I'm like, damn, that's a good figure. Yeah, it's a really good figure. I'm not going to like it more not... because I paid $13.99 versus $25.99 for it, you know? I have seen that set uh, retail now quite a few times, but I've not seen Jade or CM Punk. I, you know, or is the... Kenny in that set? No, Kenny's in the next set. He's Ken... not in that one. No, I think Kenny is in that. No, he's no. in the next set, I think. Next yeah. set, you're right. Because Heyman's in that, that set, and he's yeah. got the jeans and stuff on. So, and so Kenny's in the next one. Which, that street gear but, Kenny, uh, I think, is one of my favorite of their street it gear is figures good. yet. But, you know, that um, that's the Walmart exclusive punk. I have seen the Walmart exclusive Hangman so many times, which I, the second I saw it, there was one left and I grabbed it. And then I've, I've seen just dozens since then. doesn't matter. I got the one that I wanted and I'm happy, but I, I can only assume that uh, the Baton Rouge area Walmarts were so upset about one Phil Brooks actions after all in or all out uh, that they just will not carry that exclusive figure. Cause you just can't, you can't find the damn thing. And then of course my, my buddy that is, he's somewhat of a collector. Like he collects every now and again. And uh, he, you know, he's like, Hey man, what's the difference between like the chase and the regular? It's like, did you find the chase? He's like, yeah, there's just one. I, I grabbed it. Fuck. <laughs> you know? So he's got it, uh, which, you know, is, is cool for him, but I'm selfishly jealous because I want that, that damn punk yeah i don't i mean i would you know i it's one of those things i don't i've got the walmart one so it's like i don't think i need the chase well the um, uh, no, now before the, the walmart one, walmart one is the one that he found not, not the chase the the, you know, oh, the difference between the, the walmart exclusive and the regular like yes i need the walmart one son of a bitch yeah i've only seen that one a handful maybe like once or twice well, what's crazy is I think the Hangman is the better figure. Like I think the, I think yeah, I I just want that Punk for what it is. But that Hangman I think is a much better figure in terms of like likeness, in terms of just how it looks. It's it's the better figure, but that's the one I'm tripping over. Which is you know collecting is weird like that I guess. It is, it is. 
Um, so the only thing I was looking at now is trying to pick up some builder figures kind of cheap. Um, I, I, I'm actually wrestling <clears> with a couple of those lines where I'm just like, all right, if, if they drop another dollar a figure, it's over with. So I got some dudes the, and suits for the WrestleMania set with um, the build events. I I got from somebody in the group the uh, Gorilla Monsoon mm-hmm. uh, Elite that came out in the but the, he only had the purple uh, jacket and purple arms and so my little announced team that I've got set up over here <laughs> you know I've got Mean Gene in a in the new Mean Gene builder figure uh, I got Vince from WrestleMania three got Jr and Tony Schiavone you know all looking nice and then Gorilla kind of stood out in that purple. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I wish that I had the black. So what I did was I just went and picked up an extra. Uh, Shawn Michaels comes with the torso, so I picked up that right. to get the. Oh, I had to get the AJ too because AJ comes with the arms. Yeah, for the arms. Yeah. So I got the arms, and then I got the black, you know, um, jacket cover, and just swapped it out, and boom, there you go. And now, it was like less than twenty bucks, you know. The so uh, now though, I'm like, I want to build the Doc Hendricks, but. Same thing. I've got all these guys in black tuxedos. And then you put a suits. pink tux and it just pops off. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I don't want to do that, though. So I want more of the... Uh, think about King of the Ring 96, okay? Stone Cold does that interview with Doc Hendricks. What's he wearing? Black tux. Black tux. So that's so all I need to do is get the Doc Hendricks head. And then my brother got the... Uh, Bret Hart from that build a set, so he's got an extra set of legs for the event. So I've already got the legs. I just need to buy another Sean and another AJ um, to get the arms and the, the torso. So and then I've, I'll have I've another... been sitting here fighting with uh, the, the the most <clears throat> recent WrestleMania set. I don't necessarily need that Rock, and I don't it. need that Hogan because that Hogan is basically the same gear as the as the Ultimate, which I have. But I really want to make me and Gene just so I can pose him next to some of my uh, my Hogan's. And so now it just becomes that like, all right, well, do I cave and get like some some build a figure parts from another line and make one that's not quite the same? Yeah, it's. um... I really like this mean Gene, you know, he's pretty. I mean, I've, I've got, got the somewhere around here too. So, I've got the mean Kinda gene head because I got that Macho Man to go with my uh, mm. my shelf full of Macho Man figures, and I'm just the the face scan. They absolutely nailed the likeness. I just need to get a body for that that head, so it's not just like a wasted piece in my collection. Yeah, because I mean, what is what is a Hulk Hogan figure without? Let me tell you something, mean Gene. You know, you got to have Gene there. So, you know, I, you know, we were, t- I was lamenting last week about like, I'd wish we would get more that weren't just dudes in suits, but it does make it a touch easier because, like, black, you know, black suit pants are black suit pants. Mm. It doesn't matter which one Same you get old, them for. Yeah. Black suit arms, black suit arms. The torsos are different on a lot of them because, uh, you know, like the, we had the Paul L ring that was the black button up. And then you've got like the, you've got the tux, you've got the like open tux, closed tux. You've got some different, it makes it a little easier. Mm-hmm. 
but I definitely need a mean gene, but I don't need that. I've got rocks that are close enough to that. And I've got that Hogan ultimate, which I'm, I'm curious why they went with the exact same gear. I, I think maybe the head skin's different to, you know, kind of capture like the once in a lifetime, you know, like the rock versus, uh, rock versus Hogan, but I don't think it looks that different because I've, I've like held my figure and looked at the pictures and it looks just like the elite version of that gear. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong. And if I am wrong, shoot me a DM and tell me why I'm a moron, but you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm checking out some stuff right now on, on the bay. Edward Bay. So, so fun eBay story. Um, the week before last, I caved. Uh, I was sitting up playing the the new Warzone one night, and mm. caved and said, so "You know what? I need Modern Warfare 2. So I got it. And I paid seventy ish dollars for this game. Well, on Black Friday, I've been looking at uh, like PlayStation Two because I've been wanting to play the old Tony Hawk games again. And thinking like, okay, at this point, PS2s have got to be cheap. Wrong, wrong. They're they're like two hundred bucks right now. It's crazy. But I have a PlayStation Three, so I went ahead and snagged the two Tony Hawk games that were on the PS3. So I I, I have a game that I paid seventy five dollars for, and I've got two games that I spent around ten ish a piece for. Which of these games have I been playing nonstop? The one I paid ten dollars for, not the one I paid seventy-five for. I put Project Eight in that PlayStation, and it. I'm, I'm a teenager again. It's crazy. Nostalgia is a weird thing, man. Yeah, it truly is. I try to, um, you know, I try to kind of be mindful of, of that with stuff from older things like we were sitting there um yeah, it was a saturday or sunday i don't remember which one and you know kind of going through and my wife will from time to time if she didn't have anything she's watching she'll you know cue up an old like 90s movie or something and kind of rewatch it and um do you know what do you remember short circuit it might be way before your time it's not that far before my time i remember it remember okay so we saw it on there and we were like, oh, remember this short circuit? Yeah, it's like I watched that all the time as a kid. And we started to watch it and then <laughs> she's like, do you think it's good? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I can guarantee you it's not good. I was like, I guarantee it's one of these things that your memory of it is much better than it actually will be. And it's going to be so bad that you're going to hate it. And she's like, yeah, you're out. Let's turn it off. It, it, I call it kind of the like the Mighty Ducks effect. So like for every... How dare you? It, no, hold on. Hear me Quack. out here. Hear me out here. Quack. I've, I've got a Charlie Quack. Conway jersey Quack. in my closet. For every Mighty <clears throat> Ducks movie that is every bit as amazing as you remember it, there's like 20 more that you remember in that same light that just don't hold up. I mean, the, the Mighty Ducks trilogy is like a, you know, quarterly watch in my house. Some of the, some of the best sports movies, children's movies, 
you know, like, of course, now with an understanding of hockey, I'm like, well, this scene is just completely not possible. But God damn it, if you don't just get excited when they do it anyway. But for every one of those, there's ones that I've tried to watch. I'm like, oh, God, this movie kind of sucks. I was you think like, too. hey, man, the Mighty Ducks were like God tier movies. Yeah, you got to think all the other ones around it have to be the same. No, I've tried to watch some of those old Disney Channel originals. They are unwatchable. Um, I was big into comics growing up. And, you know, you're, so you're talking early, mid-90s. And I remember when, you know, they killed Superman and how huge of a thing that was. I mean, that was a massive thing when he died the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> comic. Death, so, I mean, yeah. like, I was already huge into comics. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, now it's in the freaking newspaper. You know, like, everybody's kind of talking about it and stuff. And, you know, but this was the 90s. So... Uh, none of that is worth anything because they printed, you know, like 10 million copies of it. Um, not that many, but it's worthless because, you know, they overprinted it. <laughs> and so I read, you know, all those issues of Superman's funeral. I read all that. Um, and then they did, there were four different Superman books. So each one had a new Superman that came by. And it's like, oh, which one of these four is the real Superman? Or are any of them, you know, the real one? And then, of course, you know. After like 30 issues of those guys, uh, the real Superman does come back and then they team up to fight the big bad Superman. You know, one of the Superman was evil and they had to fight him and stuff. It was, you know, so I remember all that and I have read The Death of Superman still holds up. That was such a good book. Like at the end of it, I mean, I like, you know, have read it so many times. I don't have a copy of it now. Um, but the, before the fire, I had a copy. I just never replaced it after the fire, but right. But I mean, I've read it to death though. And because like at the end of it, you know, like you really like it builds up that when doomsday is the big gray monster, Superman fought at the end that kills him, they're fighting and you see Superman, like everything they've thrown at doomsday, he's just shrugged off where now Superman knows that if he can't stop doomsday, doomsday will kill everybody. Like, you know, he's gonna kill Lois and, Jimmy Olsen, you know, his parents, you know, like everybody's going to die. And so Superman is the only thing that can stop him. And there, I mean, just every blow back and forth, you know, just like you, you, the stakes are getting higher and higher, you know, as they, they keep fighting. And you kind of feel that, like they really kind of, you know, dig that in, the stakes and everything there. And then, you know, Superman, with his last, you know, dying breath, he kills Doomsday. As, it, you know, Doomsday kills him. So, you know, but it's, uh, that still holds up. The other ones, I know they don't, and I refuse to read them again <laughs> because I loved those as a kid, and I was like, I know better. So, because I started to a while back, you know, several years ago, when I was like kind of rereading that stuff, and I was like, dude, it's like this is so good, and I was like, oh, I should go back and read these other ones, and then I was like, or maybe I shouldn't. And I was like, so I kind of second guessed myself, and I think I'm glad that I, I kind of left those uh, in the memory bank because you know they were. I can remember, you know, like I said, there was uh, four different Superman books, one that came out every single week. So, you know, every week you were running out to track down the new one to find out, you know, yeah, what, what happened with the next? Superman? What happened with that one? You know, so. And so uh, one of the movies from my childhood that I. So when I was a kid, uh, despite the fact that I hit my growth spurt at 13, 
shot all the way up and have basically been the size of like your average NFL middle linebacker uh, most of my life. I was a big skateboarder growing up. Uh, was never any good because, again, I'm like NFL defensive end uh, sized. But I, I loved it, man. It was just, it's always spoken to me. I've still got two skateboards like leaned up against my wall. Every now and again, I'll get up on them and cruise. But there was this, you know, kind of shitty buddy comedy called Grind. Mm-hmm. And I watched that movie so much that if it was a VHS tape, It'll, I'd have worn a hole through the tape. Like the, I, that disc, I, I could quote that movie for years. I've not watched it since it's probably 18 or 19, and I just turned 30. But I'm scared to watch it now because it was so big to me. Like there was points when this is, you know, the day where I had a portable DVD player. When we took family trips, when I went anywhere portable dvd player i had like three dvds that stayed in there and that was one of them and i'm terrified to go back and watch it because i'm just like it probably doesn't hold up but damn it my memories have that movie like in that that s tier so you know it's i you know i guess to stay on our little nostalgia trip (laughs) i'm scared as hell to go back and watch that movie because i may watch it and and get all the same feelings again and think it's perfect but more than likely i'd be like oh this is just kind of a shitty movie but it ticked the right boxes because it played bands i liked it had skateboarders i cared about nostalgia is weird yeah i guess that's where we'll get back to nostalgia is a weird thing so we didn't really have a topic for this week. I think we we're just going to kind of spitball. And then to round it out, I thought that I would talk about my uh, UK weekend last weekend. And uh, it's been kind of a slow figure news week, thankfully, you know. Yeah. After the huge uh, dump that we had from Mattel, you know, it's kind of uh, been slow for the most part. So thankfully, you know. Um, my wallet thanks you. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> I thought, I was like, man, it's like, I'll be able to slow down quite a bit and stuff, you know, if I focus on these legends and stuff. Um, yeah, well, Mattel's like, <laughs> hold my <laughs> Bitch, beer. you thought. You know? uh, yeah, there's some, there's some great stuff coming out for Mattel. I'm, I'm really excited about a lot of those. So, you know, we should I be hope, seeing. Uh, I hope Jazzwares kind of, kind of picks back up because it's been quiet on that front recently. I'm sure it will. It's just I, a matter I, of Jeremy having the right, you know, platform kind of to get it all out there. I think they announced so much at that last fan fest they too. Do. I mean, they announced like a year worth of figures, and then it's just kind of like waiting on stuff to show up. Uh, we talked about off air. I'm I'm still <clears> waiting <throat> on that Excalibur. Um, that should be any day now. I think. Well, I mean, it's got to be. Brian un- uh, unboxed it already. So, yeah, it's got to be any day now, but that's been what's holding up me getting the Supreme uh, Kenny and Malachi, which Malachi, I'm calling before I ever have it in hand as figure of the year. And uh, that's what my brother said. Fight me if you want. But my brother got that and didn't he get Cody in? I think he did. Or not Cody, uh, Kenny. I know he got Malachi. I don't remember if he got Kenny. That Malachi. I mean, again, before I have it in hand, figure of the year. 
Yeah, he was telling me all about Malachi, and he's like, dude, it's like this is just like hands down a home run figure, you know. So it's. I'm gonna need. That's why the prices are still like a hundred bucks for it. I mean, it's you know ridiculous. I mean, whenever we get his his like main line release in like unrivaled or unmatched, I'm gonna have to get like three or four just to use all of the pieces Mm -hmm. because there's so much you can do with that figure. And I'm just a massive, massive fan of anything, you know, Alistair Black, Malachi Black, Tommy End. Like I just huge, huge fan of his his stuff, his his look, his his matches, that strong striking style, man. He's just top tier to me. No, oh, I remember when he debuted uh, you know, in early NXT days and stuff for him. Uh, just you know, he would just do the whole persona and stuff like that, you know, with the heavy metal music and the fog, and he would yeah, raise rising up, out of up it, from you know? the floor. Yeah, that, and then, and I mean, the... not really saying anything, and just you know, kicking somebody's head off or doing that springboard off the ropes, you know, and like sitting down and then cross-legged, you know, right in the middle of the ring, just so I... badass, you know. I mean, <laughs> I'll contend Black Mass is one of the greatest finishers in wrestling. Just that big swinging back heel kick you know when they had that uh that he had that feud with uh lars sullivan and he cracked him with the black mass and they said that like lars sullivan had like a broken jaw from it i was like yeah they probably kayfabed it but dude i could see him snapping somebody's jaw in half with that kick that it just he swings that heel around so quick so violent so beautiful i mean gold gloves kickboxer he doesn't fuck around so Jazzwares, please get Excalibur out. I need my Malachi. Yeah, hopefully. Like I, said, I think they unbox it on Major Pods, so um, it should be any day now. You should start seeing that, you know. But uh, the problem is now you are you are looking at, uh, you know, all these Black Fridays and uh, Cyber Mondays and stuff like that. You know, all those sales are now going to, you know bog them down a little bit so you kind of got lost in that shuffle too so yep so is what it is brother is what it is when it comes it comes you know as much as i'm sitting here lamenting like wanting it now when it comes it comes like patience is a virtue patient baby patient don't don't be a dick yeah so um so i figured i'd go over my UK weekend and stuff, just because it was such a big weekend. And I kind of want to, you know, have some place to kind of document it all and kind of go over it and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's one for the history books, man. It is. I mean, this is a pretty big deal for uh, it is on the cover of our the cover, you know, the front of our Christmas card is the our family picture that we took that day. So nice. And, you know, uh, so for those that don't know, uh, my daughter. July 2021, so over a year ago, it was late July, like July 30th or something. She started feeling, you know, kind of bad with stomach aches and stuff like that. And we're like, oh, I bet she just got like a little bug. And then uh, started having like severe diarrhea and stuff. And then it got to the point where as she would just screaming out in pain, it was hurting her so bad. And we're like, this ain't right. You know, like this is not something's going on called her pediatrician kind of told her she's like okay she's like you know um 
she called UK and we kind of went in and took her up there and they kind of evaluated her a little bit and they said, okay, well, you know, we think it's this sent us back home said, you know, watch her if she gets back, you know, gets you know worse, bring her back. And of course she did get worse. So, you know, you know, coming back up and she spent the next uh, 26 days in the ICU off and on. And she had E. Coli, which then turned into a complication called HUS which gave her a severe bout of pancreatitis and it uh, almost killed her. I mean, like there was a, a few times that she almost died and, you know, the doctors will never tell you uh, how bad it is, but I think you can kind of tell, you know, how uh, worried they are about stuff. And, you know, so we, we knew that we were in the right place because, you know, there's something that they have treated in the previously and things. So they did know how to treat it. Well, uh, the treatment basically is just, you know, monitor and provide comfort until it kind of resolves itself. I mean, and so, but I mean, like her kidneys shut down for, you know, the bulk of that time period and things. And, you know, that was a major concern and stuff. And, and throughout, uh, you know, we received the excellent care there and everything and they treated her so well and she's become, uh, has made a full recovery. Thankfully, you know, it's a, a miracle. And throughout that process and things, we became a, uh, you know, kind of like a, maybe not quite an ambassador, but uh, with the Children's Hospital, they do a lot of work with UK athletics. And we get to go do some of those kind of things and stuff like that and, you know, promote it and things. And we've done a few of those kind of things. And then one of them that they wanted to do with us is for every UK football home game, they have, it's called the lift them up kid of the game. And it's kids like Kate who have endured uh, severe illness or some kind of hardship and, you know, made a recovery or, you know, like our inspirational story and get to uh, be featured there. You know, so you're featured on social media from the, the hospital and stuff before the game. And then for the game, they do a lot of stuff with you there. So we got to start off. Uh, we went up on, normally they do this a couple days ahead of time, but Thanksgiving kind of threw a wrench in it. So we went up on Friday, the day before the game on Saturday. And we got to go to practice. So, you know, like full, you know, like practice players are out there hitting, you know, running plays and stuff on Kroger Field. So on the football stadium. Not the practice field. We got to go to the real field. So, you know. Hell yeah. Um, I, I bought these little mini UK footballs for my kid, for both one for each of my kids. So they got to play, you know, catch with some of the players and stuff that day. Uh, we got to meet our uh, first round draft pick. We got to meet Will Levis. And he played catch with my daughter. <laughs> he did. She was not ready for the first one that he, I mean, he's not like, you know, throwing hard, he just kind of tossing it, and she was not expecting the first one, and it did hit her right in the face. Uh, so that was, it was kind of like he was like, "Oh, oh shit, I just hit her," you know. Um, but you know, she no no blood, no foul, so she's good. No blood, no foul. Yeah. So uh, he was, you know, really great to interact with. Really nice. We got to meet Coach Stoops. He was great. Um, after Will played catch with Kate, he then you know went over and started warming up before they went back out there on the field to practice more. And man, he's got a cannon. <laughs> I mean, like you're watching him like just throw like you know 
like actual throw, man. I was like, dude, he's he's got an arm. Like there there's a lot of a lot of zip on that ball, man, when it comes out of his hand. Uh so you know, it was a, a lot of fun sitting there with that. Uh to close out practice. You know, everybody comes in and he gives a speech about uh it was senior day and stuff like that. So he kind of gave, you know, about, you know, this is a lot of guys, this is, you know, their you know, last game, let's go out, you know, let's really give it, you know, our all for these guys who've given their all for four years for us. And then he brings Kate over and Kate gets to say a little speech. And he kind of, you know, read off a little thing about Kate, you know, and kind of the illness and stuff. And he said, you know, she's five years old. And Kate looks at him and goes, no, I'm six. You know, like, <laughs> so, Kate's like right in the middle play. of like his speech in front of the entire football team. She's like, no, I'm six. Come on, dude. Uh, and then she got to, you know, he's like, Kate, do you have anything for the team? And she just looks at him and goes, L's down because we're playing Louisville, you know, so that got a pretty good pop. And, so we got to, you know, do that. That was a lot of fun. Um, hold on one second. I'm about to cough, so I'm going to take a drink. Take a sip for the working man. Take a sip for the working man. So so live update, I am currently going through Cyber Monday sale, and I think they're going to get another damn buy out of me. When are you getting this time? Uh, so I'm looking at some of the figures I've been kind of holding off on are, are now significantly cheaper. Like I'm grabbing Suit Cody. Uh, you know, some of the build a figure stuff. So, sold you on that. It's just gonna take my money, man. Just sign it over, sign your paycheck over ringside. So, but, um, so after practice, then we got to go and tour the practice facility in the UK, you know, like offices and stuff like stuff like that for uh, UK football. And that, that facility is really, really cool really fun to get to see up close i mean obviously you know it's everybody doesn't get to just walk in there so yeah getting to see all the trophies and all the you know stuff from former players and then went back and we had a good meal that night and then got some rest at hotel and then got up the next morning and got ready and went uh, back over to we met them and then it's called the catwalk where the players will uh, walk kind of basically from the practice facility over to the stadium for the game. You know, when you're talking hundreds and hundreds, I mean, I maybe thousands of fans. I don't know how many were there, but it was, you know, a lot. And they line up on both sides of the walkway and cheer the players and staff as they come in. And Kate got to lead that as part of it. There is a, they designed a special cart that when the coaches pushes and it's, you know, decked out, you know, UK children's hospital things and UK athletic and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a seat belt and everything for them. So they strap in and, uh, you know, that, that leads to the catwalk every time. So Kate got to do that and she would do, <laughs> we had worked with her on this and she did it to perfection. She would do wave, wave, L's down, wave, wave, L's down, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> And it got a big pop out of everybody. Every time she did the L's down, you know, this cute little kid doing it. Um, that was crazy to go through and go, you know, and then they push her straight from the catwalk straight into the stadium. Uh, the cheerleaders and the Wildcats mascots are waiting for you on the field. And she got to spend about five, 10 minutes with them. You know, kind of, she showed them some cheers and stuff like that, that she does. And she knew, and they love that. 
And then we just got to play around on the field for a little bit uh, before the game. And I got to throw a pass to my son on the field and, you know, on the Kroger field where UK plays. I threw a a touchdown pass to him and he, you know, ran it in. And I told him, I said, son, I was like, you realize how cool that is? I was like, you were the only kid at your your middle school who has ran (laughs) for a touchdown at Kroger Field. And I I guarantee you no no other kids can say that. It's awesome, man. So I've got a video. They took a video and they sent it to us of of me throwing that pass to him and stuff. And I was like, that's a keeper. So, So we got to do that. Got to play around, take some great pictures and stuff. Uh, the kickers were coming out to warm up, and Kate was taking pictures. And when our UK's kicker came over to say hi, and <laughs> Kate was taking pictures. She's like, "You come here." She's like, "Let's take a selfie." And so she took a selfie with him. Uh, he's not <laughs> had a great season. He struggled a little bit, uh, but he did was perfect on the day that day, and he was named the MVP. So I think that's because Kate took a selfie with him. Damn you know, right. He got uh, the so kid the great bump. He did. <coughs> Excuse me. So then we uh, go and they had uh, JMI, which does the UK broadcasting rights. They had set up a uh, catering outside, and we got to go and eat, you know, eat lunch there and stuff. And it was a pretty nice little meal, some great chili, and you know, just kind of tailgating food, and. Hung out there, got to watch some of the games that were going on at noon. The game was at 3 o'clock, so then we go back over to the field. And literally, we watched like the first five, seven, eight minutes of the game. Uh, you know, right there on the field. Mm-hmm. And that was just amazing. I mean, that was... So, got to do all that, and then... They announced this up, you know, brought us over and introduced Kate up on the big screen. And uh, she had 63,000 people screaming for her. And, dude, that's like, <laughs> I mean, um, seeing her reaction and stuff to that. I mean, I, I can't even put into words, like, you know, what that kind of does and stuff. I mean, that's just, you know, tears you up just thinking about it, you know, after all that she went through. To then be out there on that field and having 63,000 people cheering for her and, you know, um, just an amazing moment. So so then we got to go up and JMI invited us into their suite. Uh, it was just us and the uh, lady from UK Healthcare and her family were the only ones up there. So we had, you know, nobody else was in that suite. So, we, you know, it was awesome. Uh, it was catered. So we had some really great food in there. And got to watch the game and enjoy the game for it, you know, just up there in a private suite almost. I mean, it was just such an amazing uh, day. UK won, beat Louisville, and, you know, just a, a great all-around day. And, you know, huge thing for my family and something I think we're eternally grateful we got to be part of. I mean, definitely, man. That's uh, The fact that you guys got to experience that is, is incredible. It's uh, it's one of those things like I, knowing what you guys have been through. When you told me that that was uh, in the plans for y'all, man, I got so excited for you. Well, I mean, as a you know, 
lifelong UK fan too. It's uh, <clears throat> I was trying to kind of you know take it in, but but also uh, you know enjoy it for Kate and you know that kind of stuff. So it was uh, it was just an awesome awesome weekend though. It was big weekend, but you know something that was I don't think we'll ever forget. So oh no, I mean and and not just to to get <clears throat> to have that experience. But to get to have it during like rivalry weekend, oh yeah, yeah, I that's mean, the makes it so much bigger. <laughs> There's been a few games that we did not uh, do well in, so it would have been, you know, if you'd had one of those games where it was a bad game or something like that for us, uh, that would have been would have been pretty bad too, you know. So, but or you yeah. know, you're playing a cupcake and stuff, and it's just not much of a game. But to have it be what ended up being a huge game for us in the you know, over a course of the season, having it be that game and against your rival and stuff. I mean, it was uh, just a, a big environment and, you know, something I don't think we'll ever, like I said, never forget it. So, No, man, that that was one of those things you, you can't forget. That's once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. So that was my weekend. This weekend, much more uh, subdued, just doing laundry and stuff, you know. But so. <laughs> the duality of life. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So. And what is it? Georgia versus Ohio State and then Michigan versus TCU. Did TCU sneak in? TCU did sneak in. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of sneaking in, apparently they. Uh, are going to allow Purdue to step in and play LSU. Um, now, here's what scares me is I am no stranger to watching a game where we're like, oh, we should step in, skull drag this team and get out of here, um, and then watch my team play like absolute dog shit in a bowl game because they don't care. So I'm hoping that maybe under Brian Kelly we won't have the same issue there, but I don't know. So I guess I'll just have to watch that game and stress like most games. But it's fine. It's fine. I said that we would not be playing for the SEC until year three or four of the Kelly uh, the Kelly era. And we were in the SEC championship game year one. And people can laugh all they want that we got our asses kicked. It's fine. We were there. So many teams didn't make it there, and we did. So suck it. Yeah, um, UK's bowl game is going to be at the same time as the UK U of L basketball game. So, oh no! And they're both now. Thankfully, the basketball game will probably be over at halftime. Uh, they might actually institute a running clock in the second half. <laughs> I mean, right? Uh, the only saving grace for them is John Calipari and Kenny Payne are very good friends. And Cal will not want to beat them by 50. Uh, but otherwise, that could have easily happened. If it was a coach that he didn't like, I think he would hang 50 up. But, you know. But, uh, of course, on that same side, though, you don't want to be like, oh, we're going to beat them by 10. You know, and you try to keep it close. And then down the stretch, maybe something stupid happens, and they hit a couple lucky shots. And then, you know, they get a win over you because they are terrible. Not like... Uh- Oh, they stink. They are historically one of the worst teams to ever play college 
basketball. <laughs> I mean, Damn. they are defeated right now. They have not won a game. They're 0-9. Winless. So, winless. They are maybe one of the, on track to be the worst team of all time. You know, Damn. it's, I mean, it's halfway through the season. They're already talking about firing their coach. <laughs> so Maybe just, Deion uh, Sanders can go there too. I mean, he was a two-sport athlete. Maybe he could be a two-sport coach. Maybe, maybe he can. It can't be any worse, that's for sure. So, Louisville, I mean, it, Louisville is such a bad right now that their football coach left to go to Cincinnati, who they play in the bowl game coming up. In the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, how about that? Damn it. Yeah. Louisville's- College football is so fucked sometimes, and I <laughs> it love is. it for that. I was like, man, that's a that's kind of awkward bedfellows there, isn't it? Like, because I mean, you know, like you know, the ads and stuff like that, they have to interact that week. Some they're going to see each other and stuff, you know. So it's it's going to be kind of awkward and be like, huh, you know. To be fair, now they were talking about firing that coach at the beginning of the season, and then he did right. turn their he turned their season around, and they actually were well, they were top twenty five when we beat them at the end of the season. Yeah. So I mean to go from dumpster fire to top twenty five team, I mean that's a pretty good coaching job, you know, to where uh, beginning of the season we're like, ah, we're gonna beat them by hundred. You know, but then when we played them, it's like, dude, you know, you gotta take them serious. I mean, you gotta come in here and show up and we did and you know, but they were not a gimme. That was still a hell of a game. Yeah. So, I am also looking here on eBay. Um, so, I love, uh, which goes back to my love of comics when I was growing up, uh, Stan Lee. I have the Stan Lee Funko Pops. I don't have every single one because, you know, Stan would go to a lot of uh, appearances at different comic cons. And, you know, they would be like, here's the exclusive New York Comic Con, you know. 2012 edition of this one, you know, so some of those are kind of pricey and I'm like, do I really need that one? No, but I do have one of each sculpt. Um, and plus they did, um, how many do they have here? Like eight or nine of his, uh, Marvel movie cameos. They did a Funko, a bunch of different ones of those. Oh man. Those so I've got all those and then there's, yeah. And then there's like a regular Stan Lee and then there's, Stanley in a superhero outfit. I've kind of got all those. So those are all sitting right here. And uh, I do follow like Stanley's like official like Facebook page, you know, which they kind of keep uh, whoever ran it. I don't know if it's, you know, now a member of the family or whatever, or his assistant or whoever, but you know, they still do update it with stuff and pictures of Stan and stuff like that from time to time. Well, now apparently <laughs> whenever they go to conventions now, whoever runs that page, they have a plush Stan Lee doll. And oh, so anytime man, they awesome. see like a really cool cosplay, they'll be like, they'll take a picture of the cosplay with the Stan Lee doll and put it on his official thing. And I was like, dude, the plush is kind of cool. I was like, can I get a Stan Lee doll? Uh, there, I can't find that same one that they have, which makes me think that maybe like somebody made them, made that for them. But I do see a couple other ones. Now there, apparently there was like a, Apparently, how long is this one? It looks like it's actually like a little man. Uh, I don't see how. 
It is very pricey, though. It's apparently, it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Stanley one. And it looks like it's actually like a decent size one. I don't know, maybe a foot or two tall. Uh, and it is like $250, $300. So. Or there's this other little Oops. one. It's like $20, and it's more like cartoony. And that's kind of more what I want. I want like the little cartoony plush, you know? Yeah. So that's like 20 bucks right here, and that's probably what I'll end up getting. It's, but it's not the same one as they, they use in those pictures. That's what I was looking for. But I may have to settle for this and kind of be like, yeah, okay, it's fine. So that's my weird thing. Oh, and I did finish my lanterns. My McFarland lanterns, by the way. That's all done. So... Last week, I think I mentioned that I was going to start doing it, and then I need. I looked and I needed like three figures, so <laughs> I was like, "All right, let's just go ahead and knock that out. Like it's pretty easy yeah, to finish up. You're close enough. Just go ahead and finish it. Yeah, off. I was like, let's just go ahead and do it, and then uh, that way, you just you know, over the next year, um, as they come out, and <clears throat> you know, but then I've got to make the decision. <clears throat> I want to do you know, like people related to that. Mm-hmm. And there is one, like they're, they're the bigger figures and it's like, they call them mega figs. Right. You know, like think like, uh, you know, like a giant, like giant man or something like that, you know, it would be a, a mega fig. And there is one of those of a guy who fought Superman. Uh, like he was like some kind of big warlord on a planet. His dad was. And, uh, Superman fought the dad and like killed him, and so then the son came up and the son's like even more evil, and he got the yellow lantern rings at one point because yellow lantern is based on fear and of course everybody on that planet feared him so he had tons of fear, so he got the yellow lantern rings, and so he is definitely kind of I would consider him in the the Green Lantern family of characters a little bit because of that because he had such a right. big storyline there. So I was like, okay, well, I need that one. <laughs> but then I'm like, how far down that road do I go? You know, be like, <laughs> well, Green Lantern was with Batman one time. Right. You know, do I, then, like, do I need all those characters? Or is that pushing it? You know, like, should I just kind of keep it the more Green Lantern-centric stories? And that's probably what I'll do, where I just need to get this one mega fig that's kind of, like, adjacent. Because he doesn't actually have any of the Lantern rings, so it's not based on that per se, but um, I can't imagine this guy's going to get multiple figures. I say that and watch, they'll be like, well, we already got the sculpt done. So let's put on, you know, but who knows? So, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty happy to have all those in. So, although I do have, uh, so there's, well, there's more now, I think, but there were at one point like four different Green Lanterns from Earth. And, <clears throat> We don't have any of Guy Gardner. He's the red-haired lantern, mm-hmm. green lantern. We don't have any of him. Uh, we do have one of who I would think is the kind of like the standard green lantern everybody thinks of, and that's Hal Jordan. And then we've got the black green lantern, John Stewart. They made two different ones of him. And at first I was like, well, I don't need both of them. Uh, but then when I started looking at their pictures, they are both radically different sculpts. So... <laughs> So you do I need was both like, I do need both. I mean, different paint, different uh, sculpts, different like Green Lantern accessories. And I was like, all right, damn it, fine. 
Uh, and then All the, right. Take my in money. the mid nineties. Yeah. So the mid nineties, they needed, they wanted to pump some fresh blood in there and they made Kyle Rayner. Who's kind of like a nineties kind of cool green laner, a younger one. Right. Uh, and they made two different green laner, two different Kyle Rayners. Same thing, different paint on their uniforms, different accessories. And, you know, you definitely need <laughs> enough beat on the bone to wear. It's like, damn it. I need all those. So, yeah, but Hey, that's done. It's over with. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. We've been all over the place for this one. We have, we have. So, it's it's good because I there was a point before we uh, recorded, and I was like, "Oh no, what are we going to talk about?" And here we are, fifty-two and a half minutes. Yeah, I I think we uh, I think we pulled it off again. We did. Same action figure week. weekly strikes again with another entertaining episode. <clears throat> As always. So. As always. Well. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this week. We'll be back next week with who knows what we're going to talk about. Uh, hopefully figure fate will lend, lend us some topics and we'll figure it out. If not, we'll just BS and who knows what we'll talk about. So something we'll see something. We always find, maybe something. we'll find some cool, uh, some more Jerry and Dylan read the news or something. We'll find some more good stories. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was one that we, had talked about and like that. I think the headline was way better than the actual story. It was. Uh, we can touch on that real quick. So it was the headline was man gets arrested for shoplifting during <coughs> excuse me during shop a cop shop with a cop for Christmas. Yeah, so, shop with the cop. Uh, basically, he was walking around the store trying to steal stuff during a Christmas event where kids can shop with a cop for charity and things. So. Uh, there were over 50 police officers, detectives, and sheriffs in the store as he's going around stealing stuff. So, you know, uh, that one, you can't fix stupid. So, you, you really can't. Stupid. No. There, some there point, wasn't that like guy's an like, epic mugshot for that one or anything either. It was just kind of. No, it was just kind of. The headline story. was great. And then you read the story and it's just like, yep, he, he, he did the thing that we said he did. Yeah. So, but with that, I think we're good. So let's uh, go ahead and wrap up this week. So for Dylan, I'm Jerry Damage Cook saying see you next week.